and we are recording with the one and only Mr. George Webb. First George Webb interview in the new in the new apartment. I still haven't figured out how to connect the good camera, which is why I have the uh, the shitty iMac camera, and you can see the rest of the studio. But uh, Mr. George Webb was uh, just trying to get some sympathy from me, saying he never gets to take days off, and I informed him that heavy lies the crown. If you want to be the king, there's no there's no days off. You know, you want to sit on that throne. That means you're also, you also get beheaded when a foreign army invades. So you don't get days <laughs> off. You don't get to be George Webb and take days off. It's you get one or the other. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. No, I agree, Tommy. And it's, your new studio looks great. I can't wait to get up to Portsmouth. Portland, Portland, Portland. I love Portsmouth, but I, I also want to Portsmouth. Go. Were you really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you pronounce that Indian River again? Oh, I don't know. They're all in. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. The names up here, they're all... They're all <laughs> Chapahama, Namaniquit. Yeah. All the lakes are on, Bay, on Bagog and, and Moose Lake and yeah, all this Abenaki and Native American. You know, as white as I am, I'm actually like 132nd Abenaki Indian. And then 31... 31 30 seconds white irish pig but uh a little bit i think i'm a little more uh engine than you are but that's okay uh to me you're a man of the feather you know you're blood of the i am i am a chief i (laughs) i take peyote every night i ride my horse across the land i wear only (laughs) only deer skin i am this land was stolen from me by the white man that's how I feel. And so, so never can anybody, you know, call dibs on, you know, your yes. Americanism. I love that. It is. That's, and I believe the government censoring me from YouTube was just another iteration of the white man keeping me down. Billy Jack, that's your story. It's the Billy Jack story. Uh, you probably don't know the movie I'm referring to. Yeah, you know the old stuff. Yeah, okay. It's it, Check out Billy Jack sometime. Okay. Well, here's the good news. Um, we've got two, two hot stories. Okay. One was your really great interview. The second interview that you did with Dr. McCullough. Oh, Adept. Uh, yeah, DARPA Adept, which was a blockbuster that should be heard around the world. And then I've got another L.A. story here with Connect. And we talked about that the time I was with you before, Connect and True the Vote going at each other. So I'm down here following up on the connect side of the story in LA. So whichever one you want to do first, let's can... do you're in, you're in LA. So let's do connect first and then we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to, uh, to DARPA depth. What are, so what's breaking in for, uh, just for timestamp Monday, November 14th, 2022 for all future listeners, George is out in LA, catch us up to speed. Yeah. And, and DARPA adept becomes mRNA. And we did bid rigging for DARPA adept in March, 2020 with mm-hmm. our group. We have the bringing the Shrek groups. And now uh, Dr. McCullough is breaking the story that this was wired. This was all wired uh, military plan to wire in and, and release mRNA and DARPA 
and Moderna on the world. So uh, that's a big story coming. But to move to this story that you asked me about, um, this is all about who's the good guys. This is all about, hey, are these people that true the vote, the good guys or the bad guys? Are they pretending as Koch brothers shills to be Republicans and taking in all the money and then actually being the Koch brothers who switch sides? One Koch brother's dead now, but about the time David Koch dies, Charlie Koch switches this thing, $64 billion dollars. And these people that work for True the Vote and Americans for Pro- Prosperity all report to Charlie Koch. Hmm. And he he flips over in April, May to Democrats, right before the outbreak, by the way. And now they still are acting like Republicans, quoting scripture and all this stuff. So it's an interesting story because they go to jail for a week. I go to Houston. I cover that. They're in jail for a week. Is that, Greg Eugene, Phillip, is that Greg Phillips? Greg Phillips is true the vote, and his company is called OPSEC. I follow the story from Michigan, where we had a, a citizen journalism group, you know, right from the them closing the Lansing office for the Connect, and this Eugene Yu getting arrested up there, and he's bonded up there. He gets transferred down here to L.A. I'm a, a, I can see the Justice Center from where I'm sitting. Um, they they let him go, right? They they so- let him go. Huh. Tear up the bond. They tear up the bond. Oh, just what a, just tear huh. tear that tear that up. And uh, here they have a, a little ankle bracelet on his ankle. Oh well, we got to get that I back in that. Michigan. So uh, the the citizen journalism group came in from all over the country this time. First time I found out about the no bond, I was down here by myself. But now the citizen journalism group is down here all over the country, volunteers, and they find out. Uh, hey, we're going to get his picture. We're going to get a camera permission to take his picture in the courtroom on this last Friday. Well, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to have that floating around the internet. So they moved the arraignment date back one day to to the day before, to Wednesday. Actually, it was Thursday that they were there. The court was closed Friday. So they went in Thursday uh, because of Veterans Day. I think it was observed was, was Friday. And they moved it back and they ran him through there really quick. Uh, And they also leaked the story to the New York Times and leaked the story to uh, the Washington Post, those two outlets, and said, oh, we've dropped all charges. Uh, But he's still on the hook for a a year. So you could still give money to this other assistant DA here who's fighting for you um, uh, and named Sisak, S-I-S-A-K. So this is Gascon. This is the first Soros. <laughs> I mean, this is the first Soros DA in America here in LA. He's the he's this is Operation Central for taking over all the DA positions in 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 America. They've got thirty two of them now, or fifty of them. I don't know how many they got, uh, but we're supposed to trust him and give him the money now for the next year, hoping that uh, they prosecute Eugene Yu, the the CEO of this Connect. So that's kind of the state of play. Did you follow all that, those machinations, Tommy? Trying. Or should I? Trying. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Well, I think the, the big news here is this could be what we call Hegelian hair, hair pulling. Mm. It could be we have a group that's going to act like they're the left who works for DHS, funneling in all kinds of information about their voters and poll workers to the DHS. And then another group that pretends to be the right. Mm. True the vote, OPSEC, cover me, Greg Phillips's companies. And we're going to act like they're punching it out. Thesis, antithesis, and then the synthesis is going to be, you know, you need to give money to both sides. 
Yeah. And in actual fact, it's Koch brothers the whole time. Yeah. So, or Adam Schiff and the Koch brothers working together, which would even be worse. Um, and, and that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to unmask is are these fronts, are these Hegelian uh, dialectic fake uh, hair pulling theater to uh, bring in a solution, problem action, rea- problem reaction solution. And that's basically what it looks like so far. So I'll let you start asking questions from there, Tommy. I know that's a big, no. uh, it's a big disappointment if people have been giving money to these folks. And I don't want to be that guy who says that they, these are called trust operations. It goes all the way back to the Cheka, the Russian uh, mm-hmm. uh, Cheka that did these confidence operations. They're basically con games. Yeah making you think somebody is somebody who you trust and then you you give them money and then you find out that it's a big fake. Yeah. Um, I'm whenever, you know, whenever I start to think, I, you know, I love conspiracies, but I've, I have learned over the years that you can't, you can't, you can't jump off the edge down the conspiracy rabbit hole because next thing you know, you'll be saying that Adolf Hitler is riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the center of the earth. Right. And as much as I would th- like to think that's true, there's you can't do that. It's more like you got to repel down the rabbit hole, and you got to keep your footing, and you got to keep you got to keep sight of the sunlight. So, although there are a lot of conspiracies in just the last century of American politics, not everything is that. So I say that to say, when I find myself using a conspiracy as an explanation more often than not, I have to examine myself. And as much as I think that there was a fuckery in the 2020 election, just from watching the swing states pause in the middle of the night, seeing the, the midterms unfold. And again, it seems like the swing states pause. And then several days later, all of a sudden, oh, it always favors one party. Not even saying that, Democrats are bad or Republicans are good. That's it's never that simple. But I do raise an eyebrow when it only ever benefits one party. That being said, I don't think that I'm smarter than everyone alive. And I don't think that I am some genius who's seeing a pattern that no one else sees. So whenever I find myself going, they're stealing it again, I have to pump the brakes and go, is it possible that I also live in a society of 300 million Americans and maybe it's more complex than my puny brain can handle? That being said, are we seeing direct repercussions? Are we, by Eugene being let go, it kind of seems like higher powers are in on it. Do you think we're seeing uh, election fuckery? Or is this just really, you know, uh, a a red wave wasn't, didn't coalesce? And I would imagine it's probably surrounding the Roe v. Wade repealment. There's probably a lot of galvanized voters for that. And not to go into politics, because that's not the point I'm trying to make. It's more so connect through the vote. Are we seeing any manifestations of that in the last week? Or is that my own deluded mind? Um, I think what these are is competence operations okay. on both sides. Um, they've just turned elections into conference, uh, confidence operations or trust operations, we call them. This guy named Riley was the super spy. Uh, and then you can look into that book called Ace of Spies. It's only $3 on Kindle. But what you have is, hey, this is a a period of time where people's adrenaline goes up. They start becoming news hounds. They start watching their phone. They start taking in these live streams. They start looking at Twitter. They start sharing on Facebook, especially the last 60 days. And it's the time when you're most prone to give somebody money. Hmm. And it's it's the time that they know that confidence operations become the most profitable. 
And that's what I think you're seeing on both sides. Hey, here's a poor Asian guy who's being victimized by these election deniers. You should give him money to get him out of jail. So let's do this operation 60 days before the election. On the right, they had this thing called the pit, uh, which was going out to this pit in Arizona where this um, sort of Koch brothers, you're not going to believe this story about Lesko, this rep in, in Arizona. She starts in a, in a motor home in the, what I call the David Koch brothers and Greg Phillips fun and games airport, small airport called Conroe, Texas. It's also the place that hangered the two planes that crashed the day after veterans day. Uh, up in Dallas. Oh, the uh, the B seventeen and the P sixty three and the P sixty three. So I wrote a Substack this morning called the Conroe coincidence. I'm calling it a total coincidence. Not going down the conspiracy rabbit hole, but what we do have, and before we do repel even a little bit, is to bring the evidence in the light of day. Oh, I hope I didn't tear up my court docket. No, I did. <laughs> I was hoping. You that in oh half, my god, I, like, I did. No, you didn't. I did. No, I did. It, it's oh. not okay. Uh, but when, like when George, you, <laughs> when you have the documents, oh, there is one of our uh, researchers that's just entered in the building. This proves that there's researchers. Can can researchers just go? Hey, we're researchers. Hi. See, there's researchers here. We triple up on these. Rooms, Call the police. So. George is keeping us locked up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we go and get the documents. Right. Right. I call it show me the documents, show me the documents web. Uh, now, where we were was right where Jack Webb used to do the dragnet show, dun, 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 City Hall. And so I felt like, well, I can't take that from Jack Webb. So what I'll do is I'll go to the building next door and go, uh, like uh, Gematria, where we reverse, dun, 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 only at, <laughs> and I'll be show me the documents web. Okay. Uh, right there. And that's our my, my new show. Show me the documents web. I don't think it's as catchy as Dragnet. We'll you know, get Dragnet. you on HBO. We'll 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 get some drama in there. We'll jack up the viewership. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, you got the idea. Is we went to the court in Houston and we saw the documents and we saw that there was this secretive meeting with Greg Phillips, uh, who said he was an FBI agent. Catherine Engelbrecht said he was an FBI informant. And two other FBI informants, Michael Hassan and probably his father, Seamus Hassan. There's a lot of Irishmen in this, so you're going to like that oh, part, Tommy. Oh, <laughs> anyway, they're all FBI informants, and they're all saying, we can't tell you why we're FBI informants, but but we're probably running a trust operation. And if we told you that, it would blow up all of our money that we're getting. So we can't do that. Now, this is something that I put out. I gave it to the group here yesterday. Uh, for the last three days, we've been at the Justice Center filming. Uh, I've sent it out and on Twitter. Not uh, This is not speculation, no conspiracy theory. This is Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht's testimony directly that this looks like a confidence operation. So, so before we go any further, I want to know you're on firm footing. We don't even have to even no. buckle in yet on our belt here to, to repel down. I got you. That's that. So Greg Phillips said he was an FBI informant. Yes, he did. And so did Catherine Engelbrecht. And they named the second person, both of them, and confirmed that Michael Hassan, 
uh, Americans for Prosperity is the key thing that links them all together. And they link the third person and the third name that Connect mentioned in the thing was this Seamus, Kevin Seamus Hassan, who is his father. And what links all of them together is Americans for Prosperity, which is the Koch Brothers Super PAC. This is what started the Tea Party, one of the key funding mm-hmm. injections. This is the person who made Andrew Breitbart famous. This is the person who made Breitbart uh, News Outlet famous. Um, it sort of like took over for the Drudge Report, I guess. Um, and then we had a lot of deaths happen where Andrew Breitbart died not too far from here in Brentwood. I did a spot over in Brentwood about it. And then we had two or three other founders of Breitbart. And then Steve Bannon takes over Breitbart. Uh, so um, Andy wasn't in on the deal. And I'm not saying Steve B- Bannon had anything to do with Andy Breitbart's death, but I did talk to Lee Stranahan many times who worked for Andy. And f- he felt like Bannon was a friend until one day he got the stab in the back. So this is all of American thought since the Tea Party to now. This organization has been around and true the vote seems to be a co-opted organization where Catherine Engelbrecht was at, down in King Street in Houston, King Street Patriots, grassroots, true believer, and then in comes Greg as the handler, and now it seemed to has taken it in a right turn. We have Wall Street Journal uh, reporter named John Fund saying that's what happened. He's the guy who originally made her famous nationally. Um, John Fund also got her first three grants to, tr- to, to do election oversight. He says that she's been co-opted, um, and as well as another journalist named Jakob Applebaum. There's another journalist at the Houston Chronicle. They all say the same thing. You're looking at a flim-flam operation. You're looking at a con artist. You're looking at somebody who's very dangerous and shouldn't be involved in the political process, derailing this really true blue Catherine Engelbrecht at True the Vote. That's why I have my own my own doctrine for this podcast. There's a couple there's a couple doctrines, right? The podcast isn't live. If the guest wants me to take it down, I'll take it down. No racial slurs, no calling for violence. Pretty simple, pretty simple doctrine for the podcast. But I also have another doctrine. And it's I, I just assume, I just assume that everyone is a Fed. Because I have nothing that <laughs> the assumption of someone being a fed that doesn't affect my podcast. It's not like, Oh, now I can't talk about how I want to send anthrax. No, I just, I assume everyone's a fed because sometimes they actually are. And that's a sad thing. And it's also, it is kind of impressive that the, that the fingers are in so many pies. You almost, it's like, you don't like to lose the game, but when the other team just does like a, when Tom Brady throws a, a per, plays it does a perfect uh, trick play and gets the touchdown, sometimes you can't help but just slow clap it. And it's you know I'm not a fan of the uh, of the uh, police state, but man, sometimes it is impressive. Where it's like you know there's there's look a reason why you the, get, why look you at run. all the people that have come and beat a path to your door, you know, yeah. to to be guests on your show. It's like a panoply of. Uh, who I'm knows? always I'm always hesitant when I get a big guest. I'm like, why am I getting this guest? Is it I like to think it's just my smile and I can interview well. But the realist in me goes, not everyone is who they say they are. And that's provably true that not everyone is who they say they are. Yes. 
So I just, I assume everyone is. In addition to our smiling faces, um, we'll be debuting the new show. Show me the data. Show me the documents web. They are your papers web. They are your papers. And that's the last (laughs) latest and greatest docket from here in Los Angeles as of a a few, uh, uh, an hour ago. It's still hot. Still hot. Isn't it still, it's kind of hot. It's still hot off the press. Uh, That's the kind of data you're going to get. So even if we are all shills, Mossad, you know, deep state agents. I might be Mossad and I don't even know it. (laughs) That's That's what's called but there it is. It's hot off the press. You can even zoom in and see it for yourself. Uh, I posted it to Twitter. Everything I get, I don't harbor or, you know, covet or squirrel away. I publish everything so that everybody has access to the same information. And you're hearing it here first on the Tommy Kerrigan show. I, I do want to show you, George, now that it's gotten darker because it is winter and I'm also in Portland. So it's it gets dark at like four o'clock. I do want to show you real quick the the new lighting of the podcast oh shit oh the berlin light nightclub lighting oh the berlin nightclub lighting oh i love the berlin nightclub lighting hold on oh yes this is good this we could get into talking about dark journalists and ufos and red mercury and the the bell and the secret uh Secret nuclear program of Hitler. Oh my goodness! Look at the trace, the accent trace piping, the accent trace piping lighting. That's the symbology for for the. Oh, look at that! That's symbology for the the Rothschild pipelining through Europe and and East Central Asia. The Nazi talk about the Nazi bell. Oh my good, oh my goodness gracious! This just became the dark journalist's new uh, coven. I feel like we could do a cabal of several major <coughs> oil, com- oil companies now. This must have been what Achna uh, Carey Castle, Achna Carey Castle, we call it Cash and Carey Castle, where the three major oil companies all came together in northern Scotland to be the first oil cartel. Here we I've go. Got, I've got all the blue lighting down to just two buttons, but the red ones I still have to turn on uh, one by one. And you can see it turns my whole face blue. Maybe I should turn back one. Uh, I remember when Dr. McCullough saw that and, and, and he was saying, you know, I'm breaking a gigantic story here that DARPA was pushing adept. And, and I'm sitting co- and I'm sitting here in a Miami Coke bar. <laughs> well, he said Berlin. And, and there was a movie called Atomic Blonde done by I want to say it was um Oh, I want to say it was Sharon Stone, but it wasn't Sharon Stone. It was another blonde actress who played four different parts. She played a spy, a British spy, an American spy, a German spy, but her German was very bad, and um, and a Russian spy. She did a great job at three of them. Um, but that they, she was in that your set. This is her Berlin uh, apartment. Kind of nifty. That is awesome. This like is atomic. It. You're the atomic. It doesn't sound as good when you say atomic redhead. Atomic Tommy, Atomic Tom, Atomic. I like Tom. just it's. We've got to move you from the Tommy to the Tom now. Make the a atomic shift. Make a branding Tom. shift. Branding shift. Tom, there Tom, was an Tom. explosion. Speaking of a guy who worked for four different governments, sound like Rothschild? He actually did a deal with Rothschild. As a matter of fact, this Riley guy, an Irish guy like you, 
um, ended up getting like Bahrain or Qatar, one of those small principalities first as a footprint in the Middle East. So they knew they would always have a recoaling and then they could shift over with the British Navy to, to oil. Worked for four different governments. Did the, you, you know a lot about the Russo-Japanese uh, War, which was a, the first Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. You think that the second Pearl Harbor was the first Pearl Harbor. No, the second Pearl Harbor was the second Pearl Harbor. The first Pearl Harbor was the Japanese sneak attack on the Russian fleet in, I think it was Kamchatka Bay. Maybe. Let's just say Kamchatka Bay. But anyway, that was Riley. He also blew up, speaking of Tom, he also blew up the Black Tom explosion in World War I, which destroyed most of the Allied um, ammunition uh, off the coast of New York. So this, this is going to be a fun character for us to explore in future episodes. It's the nuclear... But you kind of look like the Black Tom right now. You got should... the Black Tom thing going on. I should get those those blacked out nuclear goggles they use for the tests. That's what I should get. Those like those like steampunk goggles. That's yes, I, I should. This lean could in. be. This could be. We could be doing atomic tests. I think yes. I should get flashing lights. And just have <laughs> just have, can I have Mike Ford come on here talk about fission systems and fissile material. Well, the next time we do a show with Mike Brown. Is it Mike Mike uh, Ford? Ford. Mike Ford. Ford. Mike Ford. We should have this set because it looks like the atomic testing range at like you know China Lake or something like that. This is great. This looks like T T T plus one microsecond when all of the when all of the Teller light, the Teller Oolong blue light goes off after the 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 hydrogen the fusion starts. Um, Yes, the the secondary explosion. Or, Or Raven Rock. This might be a, a, a nice little Coven uh, hovel in Raven Rock to survive two, a nuclear under, under two miles of granite, I'm coming at you live from Site R. Yes, that's a, that's a good look, Tommy. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I uh, the new show, Moving uh, moving from uh, Maryland to, to Maine, I'm glad you stayed with MA States. I thought you might have stopped in Massachusetts for a while, but you, <laughs> you kept going. I didn't even think about that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so to kind of so so let's 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 wrap up the the first segment. So true the vote and connects so that that's we're hypothesizing that this is just Hegelian dialectic, and yeah. that so the whole thing is just kind of fucked. Not to be a doomer, but well, you have to read the Substack today. The coincidence and Conroe, the Conroe coincidence. When you find out all the facts about this little town of Conroe. And how it's incredibly intertwined, eerily intertwined, uh, and intermingled with this true the vote story with Greg Engelbrecht, this private prisons company, this pivot to private prisons called the Geo Group. Uh, BlackRock is also investing in the Geo Group. Uh, the Koch brothers are taking the oil and gas money and moving to these private prisons. Why? Well, they want to. They say it's for immigrant detention centers. There's immigrant only detention centers that this Geo Group does. But what about MAGA detention centers? Wouldn't it make sense that the data jockeys and the people doing all the dossiers on all the MAGA people would be the perfect people to put MAGA people in prison? Why is Greg Phillips on the mental health board of the state of New York? Because they're going to start calling the MAGA people mentally ill and then putting them in the detention centers. So this is something that, you know, it's not canasta. Any number can play. 
we all could be looking at the future here through Greg Phillips in our future detention center. That's terrifying. Well, it's good to stop it before it happens. Well, sure. You got to bring awareness (laughs) to it. Yeah. Define someone's political leanings as a, as a mental illness and a threat to others. And then a lot of States do have involuntary uh, uh, commitment clauses or laws where you can, right. You can, it always starts with good intentions. It's supposed to be for like, you know, if there's a homeless member or a family member threatening to kill themselves, you can, you know, against their will, admit them. But then as all power, how about they, how about they don't want to, how about they don't want a vaccine and they're a threat to society. Yeah. The, 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 the top or donor, the top donor that you're not going to believe this, Tommy, the top donor to true the vote is Fred Eshelman, who has done illegal vaccines and illegal vaccine and testing. I've been doing the story since 2017 in Haiti. Fred Eshelman, illegal vaccines, and um, he does vaccine uh, development. PPD is the name of his company. He's been talking about it for six years. When I saw Fred Eshelman was giving money to True the Vote, the first thing I thought of when that plane went down, when I heard the plane went down, live live podcast, I said, tell me Mike Hassan is still alive because they flew this, these VIP uh, you know, warrior bird, war bird type flights back and forth between Dallas and, and Houston. Tell me Mike Hansen's alive. Tell me Seamus is still alive. Tell me Greg Phillips is still alive. I think they just shut down the operation. That was my first fear. Turns out it was some really good true blue guys who may be whistleblowers, um, United Airlines pilots and American Airlines pilots and God rest their souls. Uh, it just, just looked a little creepy to me, Tommy. I'll be honest with you. It did. Well, I mean, I saw that video and everyone was like, it looked intentional. Whenever I, for there to be a conspiracy to, for me, there has to be a major benefactor. Like 9-11, like, yeah, you can see who benefited right after. You know, what happened right after JFK died? We ramped up the war in Vietnam. Something like that I look at and I go, I don't really see any benefit. It just, it just seems like two people died. Well, people you know, have, have poo-pooed this idea, but I've said that the Mossad, uh, I had some people that had said that they had connections with the Mossad helping me for a little while, but they had said that they did not want any commercial plane to be able to be flown in any buildings in Haifa or Tel Aviv or even deeper into Israel and to Jerusalem. And they were going to require an ability to take control of the plane remotely. They were going to use uh, the yeah. drone, te- drone technology. They were requiring these chips these chips, uh, you know, supposedly came from MH70, uh, that team from Freescale, but they were going to use these chips uh, to be able to uh, auto interrupt the autopilot and then take over the plane. Um, I know a little bit about this. It's a warm, Dan, fuzzy thought. Yeah, Dan Hansen with 911 Pilots for Truth talks about this, how pilots, 757s and 767 pilots weren't told about this auto override. But this plane... This P-63 goes all the way back to 1962 when the Confederate Air Force, not making this up, Confederate Air Force, no, no, 1962, uh, on in Mercedes, you've heard of Mercedes, Texas, six miles from the border, way out in the Rio Grande Valley. That's where these planes were originally saved. And and the there was P forty seven lightnings and there was P thirty eights and you P-51. know P fifty ones a mishmash Pappy Billington over here and then Chenault over there with the fly the hump in China for the drug route so you had all the old drug planes yeah which were repurposed after the World War Two but they were famous war planes on this border town uh, 
and that Confederate Air Force in uh, 1999 or 2000, I think, becomes the commemorative Air Force as a fundraising thing for going after veterans and veterans to, to put money into this thing. So that's the genesis of this P-63. Now, there, now this guy named Hutain, who was the pilot, he's been a pilot since he's nine years old. He flies 777s. That's the highest level of seniority that you can get with United Airlines. He knows, he does air shows. He's on the Tora 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 group. The guy is an expert pilot, okay? He knows not to buzz uh-huh. a, a B-17 right in front of the viewing stand. The only people who benefit from this are the people who could show that that we can control the older planes too. It's not just the newer planes. Dovzak, Dovzak, I'm I'm just throwing it out there. No, no, I'm I'm keeping my mind open. Yeah, and Peter Duke doesn't like when I do this. He's like, "Oh, well, this is you know off the wall conspiracy theory." It's not. Chertoff, um, who ran DHS for our our country, was working closely with the Israeli government to take control of planes to prevent exactly the thing that happened at 9-11. Okay, so this is not conspiracy theory. Dove Zakheim, and I sat with investigative reporter Wayne Matson. He told me that the company Dove Zakheim ran. He's the one that he, who is, he, he, worked for Rumsfeld. He investigated the death of, who was it? Was it Gary Marshall? Frank Marshall? Who's the guy that was killed? Oh, was he? Who's the guy that was who's the guy that was killed for investigating that the air park, the CIA air airport where he thought they were training nine? I mean, I don't even I just I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying I, I recognize the name Wayne Madsen. I think he did a he did something oh, yeah. covering the yeah, death yeah. of that guy. Yes, yes. And and I just recognize I, the name, that's why I said it. I just I, I've been following Avi- uh, Evergreen Aviation for seven years, <laughs> reporting on them, and there's a little Evergreen Aviation hangar in Conroe at this little airport, Uh, the way the, you know, George Bush, Jeff Epstein thing, you know, if you go to Columbus, I'm sorry, Tommy, I'm I'm kind of going off here, but no, no, I don't give a shit. There's, there's the George Bush mansion, the Prescott Bush mansion. And there's the Jeff Epstein mansion. I'm with a guy who wrote a screenplay about it here right now, lives in Columbus next to Sam Bush's old uh, small arms factory for uh, world war one, you know, all the way back to great grandpappy Bush. Uh, and Epstein was doing the mining right next to Les Wexner's, right next to the governor's mansion, right next to the Larry Flint mansion in Columbus. So there's that whole crew. So I've done a lot of uh, shows about Con Air and Southern Air Transport and these front organizations, these CIA front drugs in one direction, weapons in the other type organizations. That was what uh, happened with Mina Airport when the Bushes came in and flipped it over to Mina Airport. That's the one I was looking at. They they flipped. Yeah, Wade did a ton of stuff. So did Dan Hopsicker. Um, they had done a. Uh, they flipped it over to the. Uh, it was a. It was for national security. We were going to try to trap the drug lords by running a drug operation into Mina. But before that it was Waco, Texas, and if Waco got clouded over, they would continue on to Mina. They Louisiana said you can't land here for this type of operation. But they had permission from uh, from Clinton in Arkansas, and they had permission in Texas from the governor. I can't remember who the te- Texas governor was. Well, when Waco fl- went kablooey with David Koresh and all that, you had to have another place in case there was cloud cover in Conroe and this Evergreen Aviation thing there in Conroe became that place. 
So it's just, there's too much going on here. It, you know what I mean? I can't help but like, it, in a way it's bad because I almost just feel helpless when the more you read about just how like deep all the roots go and you're like, oh God, this is just decades just the the corruption just goes to the highest levels and it's so there are so many contingency plans now i just kind of look at it much like i watch a football game of teams i'm not invested in i'm just at awe at the physical ability and the intricacy of the plays i personally i'm not cheering i'm not booing i don't care i'm just like that's impressive that guy just threw that ball that far that's kind of how i watch conspiracies now where i'm just like I'm almost watching it like an HBO series. I'm like, this is just, they are impressive. These operators are good. I'm, I used to think I could like have an effect. And now I'm just like, I'm just kind of watching the CIA now. I'm just like, man, they're good. Like it's, well, Tommy, it's kind of depressing, but it's. We, we're designing a system. We call it the grill master system where you can totally have an effect and, and get rid of all the, the bad <clears throat> stuff in America with one hand free there used to be a song uh that uh we drink and dance with one hand free uh things that went along so easily i can't remember it was steely dan or something like that that's the that's what we're going for here we want you to be able to have a hamburger in one hand or you know whatever drink or whatever and then just be able to do compound searches on your phone with the other and undo the whole conspiracy in like five minutes or less Right now, it takes a little bit more than an hour, but we want to get that down to five minutes or less. It's all you have a hamburger the whole time, and you're undoing the conspiracy in five minutes or less. Part of it's watching the Tommy Kerrigan show, part of it is. Uh, but you're on the cutting edge, you're helping us do this research. You're saying, Hey, wait a minute, I know another guy who was at the Evergreen Conroe place. Oh, I know another guy. Oh, the private prison thing, he just opened one down the street from me over here in California, etc. So that's the idea here is we get the whole team together, mm. get the band back together and we beat them while eating hamburgers or whatever, impossible burgers or whatever. Hamburgers don't make class happy. Okay. We'll eat hamburgers, right? He, he says meat should be a luxury treat. And I say, no, I say happy meals for everyone. <laughs> I love it. You go a long way on that. You're going to run for office. And I just will kill run them. for office. And, so uh, in our 10 minutes left, uh, do we talk about, DARPA adept. Oh, yeah, let's, let's get let's get as much let's get as much as I got. I got all the time. I know. I know you. You're pressed for time. Let's let's get in what we can. So because you you broke this story over two years ago, correct? March 2020, we said, "Hey, oh, there's a person. DARPA adept is in all this, these." You broke this story two and a half years ago, thirty two months ago. George said, "Web." Uh, it was one of our researchers. She just left here to go back to Portland, but we had a, we talked to this guy named Dave Fitz and then Carol, and uh, they had broke the story that, hey, this uh, is called the blueprint. It was the WHO blueprint. Uh, what R&D blueprint? Like, what are the next, what are the next viruses going to be? And coronavirus is one of them. And they said, we want to start taking bids. This is in May of 2019 for the uh, Welcome Trust. They want to start taking bids for mRNA platform. Then the same person, this Virginia Benassi, is uh, Benassi via WHO.int. We're bringing the receipts. This is called Show Me the Documents Web. Show me the data. Show me the documents. There it is. Um, They're also taking the bids uh, for WHO. 
She's also the person on September 11th that's at the Wuhan Institute of Virology teaching them how to replace their air conditioning filters because of a leak. How could she be in three different places at once? Maybe this is a fake name. Then we developed out these two other finances who just happen to be an intelligence in NATO. This is going to DARPA adept again. Hey, why are they pushing DARPA adept before the big breakout? Going back to Dr. McCullough's thing. And sure enough, the head of Italian intelligence where the first breakout is, in September in the Parma area is Pietro Benassi. The other Benassi runs what? Vaccine procurement at NATO. His name is Giuseppe Benassi. I don't know here, but there's a lot of Benassi in collecting these uh, COVID mRNA vaccine bids. It just seems a little tricky. So again, we want to make it so not a meatball hoagie. We're not talking about having a meatball hoagie size sandwich. It has to be a, a manwich. It has to be a, where one hand, but still that you saw this in five minutes or less with a, with a cell phone now. So that preambles now going into talking about this thing that Dr. McCullough was saying is, hey, Tommy, I, I listened to it. This all is a military operation. Stephen Bansell is just a front. mRNA and uh, Moderna is just a front. It's all DARPA. Right to push mRNA. This all was a controlled live exercise to push the mRNA platform. Rick Bright, entity of excitement. We need uh, Callahan, uh, uh, not related to Tommy Kerrigan. He's in Tommy. Uh, I think his name is Tom Callahan. He's in DARPA. Michael Callahan. He's in also in, DARPA's in there at the time of the breakout in China at Wuhan. So it's all just looking like Hegelian virus breakout, Hegelian virus vaccine game. We release it in a controlled manner. We respond by flying everybody in from the U.S. State Department into China and saying we need to go with mRNA. Got Alex Azar on board. He's pushing mRNA with Trump in an executive order on September 19th of 2019 before the breakout. Everybody seems like they have foreknowledge. So, uh, and then the synthesis is you need shots six times a year. That's the new new normal. The new normal is you need shots six times a year. And we're going to experiment on tra uh, track and trace adjuvants and anything we want because you need six shots a year. So what's the, what's the, <clears throat> I have no problem or no difficulty believing that this is all military. That doesn't surprise me that they've done crazier shit. Just to speculate or hypothesize, what is what is the per is it just money is it is it tracking and vaccine passports and controlling the movements of people and compliance is this a form of like mass uh uh directional selection of the gene pool are they trying to alter the constituency of the human gene pool is it is it culling of the population is it what is it is it just compliance well, we, we tracked it down to this Houston consulate. We went here, some of the people here went with uh, us to the Houston consulate, the one that burned down. It looked like there was a partnership between uh, the Greg Phillips folks and the uh, Chinese folks, maybe even flying them in and out of Houston. We don't know, but there was the Anderson Cancer Center there. There was the Children's Hospital there. There was the, all these thousand talents. There's a, hundreds of, of Chinese students uh, crowded around this uh, consulate where these kids were coming and going working on this project and it was for vaccines and all the vaccines seemed to be around 
things that would need adjuvants and have some kind of track and trace artifact in the vaccine. Now, I talked to Dr. Kevin McCarran, said there was no hydrogel, there's no uh, graphene, there's none of that. Talked to other people who have said, no, there are. Uh, so that, you know, we're still collecting the data on that, but it does seem to be a track and trace application. I work with a, a, a partner of mine, research assistant, who said it was track and trace since 2017. She thought the flu virus was going to be the vector. She was wrong. It turned out to be coronavirus, but same idea. We'll have a universal vaccine. That'll be the shield. We'll release the sword and then we'll get rid of the people that, you know, or make them sick that we don't like. And social credit score looks like the Eugene Yu part of this with all the servers gathering all this, you know, 35, 350 terabytes of information in this connect uh, uh, true the vote OPSEC Greg Phillips partnership going to China. Now that can't be transferred over four hours in the meeting they had. That has to be people traveling with thumb drives and, and, and uh, uh, thumb sticks of memory, memory sticks. So we don't know if that's why they burned the embassy last year. We went there and looked at a lot of the names and the people. It seemed to be a lot of medical people like Thousand Talents. We went to the Thousand Talents trial up in Boston. It seems to be very divided amongst a lot of schools, Boston University, Harvard, MIT, um, you know, University of North Carolina, University of Texas Medical Branch. We tried to go to the Galveston to the Texas Medical Branch. Uh, they put in a secrecy agreement between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and UTMB. Um, they did a FOIA with uh, Judicial Watch. They got a few notes, but it was after the critical period into 2020. The real juice is in 2019 when the, the leaky lab situation is being uh, addressed. So this is very much an active uh, investigation. But the good news is you can still grill. You can still have a manwich in one hand and do some fast citizen journalism with your free hand. Well, that's a, does it ever boggle you at just how deep the rabbit hole is? I know it boggles my mind. Whenever I start to think I've got like an idea of what the picture is, I find something else and I realize I'm not even, I'm like, I've been covered 10% of the, like the game board. Does it ever, or are you well, just, you, you, you have passed medical school and then you walked away no, no, from no, being a doctor. No. Got into medical school, didn't pass. Okay, school. okay, they, they but different. but you know, and I know, and every medical student knows, Paul Cottrell, etc., that you don't go to the most complicated tumor, and you don't go to stage four cancer and then look at it, and, and there's 500 proteins that are not natural in the human body, and you know you're looking at the 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 path biological pathways, and it's just overwhelming your mind, right? You go for where Dr. McCullough went. You say, how does the initial message start one to the next? How does the cell-to-cell communication happen? He zoomed right in on it with his paper, really seminal paper, incredible paper. If you go to this March 2020 or May 2022 paper this year, he bang, 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 lists out all the people doing work on exosomes and shows you how this communication, how the heart gets attacked by the pericytes, and how that spike protein is, is, you know, collected in the fatty tissues, how it migrates to other parts of the body to cause all these other deleterious effects. That moves the ball forward for all researchers now who can study all kinds of things, uh, tumors developing, 
the organ cancers, the blood cancers, the uh, white blood cancers, the red blood cancers, et cetera. And all, all those people just working in the oncology, as well as people working in the blood uh, path, pathogenicities, like the clotting and so forth, and, and, and can work in different areas. That moves the ball forward from everybody as soon as you come up with that causal thing. That's what Pasteur did with the germ theory. This is what people did with the tobacco virus when they did the virus theory, is the mechanism of action is incredibly important. And that's how you understand drugs as a physician. So all we need to do is move the ball forward a little bit, move the chains. We only need to move the ball 10. Here's a Brady. We only need to move the chains 10 yards. If we get the first down, we keep move, marching down the field and we score and we win. And and again, you get to have your man, which, and you get to just do your do your searches. We're not trying to eat the whole stadium sure. and the, the complex tumor and 17 different you know uh, tumors that have metastasized. We're just looking at that you first thing. Playing your position. Right. And when we moved through that, we did the Dr. McCullough thing. Now we're moving on to the Paul Cottrell's who are looking and saying, well, okay, here's CD147 as the receptor, CD209, CD299. I say, stop, Paul. Don't move me past CD147. What kind of cells have the CD147? Oh, it's the red blood cell. Oh, here's the heart pericytes. Don't stop. Now let's really focus in on that. We'll move to 209. We'll move to 299. Interestingly enough, though, Paul Cottrell predicted all six of these pathogenicities and all six of these side effects in February 2020. That's where I learned all this stuff. So we have a roadmap here. And the beautiful thing here, uh, uh, Tommy, is we can use the biology and these great biological minds that you've done such a good uh, lectures to unwind the conspiracy. Because the same people that are investing in these things for track and trace and control and biosurveillance, it opens up because they're all on the, on the scientific papers. And they're the ones funding these people like Epstein was funding all these key people doing this crispering. It's a beautiful story, Tommy, and you've laid it all out, 90% of it. Now all we need to do as citizen journalists is a few man which uh, searches on our phones. So lastly, because I know you got to run. So DARPA ADEPT program was doing the mRNA vaccine technology in 2012. Yep. Seven years before the outbreak. I took a two-minute piece of your conversation with Dr. McCullough. Sure. Yeah. It's it's the juice, man. It's out there. It's getting... Seven, but I mean, I was saying this to my mom. I was like, it, it was it was wild to me when you were when you were bringing the timeline back from December, 2019 to November, I was like, that's crazy. That's a whole month. Now we're looking at this whole story. This was like the prequels. It's like, dude, this goes back seven years. It's like learning about American history. You learn about world war two and it's so cool. And it's so interesting. And it's like, you haven't even learned about the war of 1812. It's, it's the prequels. And before that is 1770s. And before that, there's the whole colony story. Learning about this is like 20. This shit goes so deep. Well, the Rothschilds made money on bond speculation in the War of 1812. You learn about that when you go to the Rothschild mansion in England. Not steps away is the Purbright, what they call Purbright Institute, was a guy who grew up on a Rothschild opium plantation, tea and coffee as well in Sri Lanka, uh, Sir Richard Purbright, who comes back and builds an institute there for taking all kinds of infectious diseases and seeing what happens 
See how you could subjugate the populations. See how you could do sword and shield. Guess there's another guy they bring from Wisconsin or from Minnesota named Sir Henry Welcome, who does the same thing with hemorrhagic infectious diseases in Africa. Again, coming up with sword and shield uh, solutions for Rothschild pipelines and roads. Why would you do something like that? Because you want the gold, you want the oil, you want the gas, you want the uh, critical minerals, you want uranium after the nuclear age begins. And that's the name of this game. Like I said, it's fun to play. It's fun to watch as, like you said, as a Netflix series. And it's even more fun to kind of do the American Idol uh, who's got talent voting. You can do voting. And oh, by the way, a a voting application called Vote M was was created and developed by Kinect and Eugene Yu, the same person. We're tracking and tracing here in Los Angeles, Tommy. It all comes together, does it not? The rabbit hole. My 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 repelling cables have broken. I'm free falling into the rabbit <laughs> hole. The good news is you're not on a B-17 or a P-63. And I think these guys might have been whistleblowers. We oh, don't really? know yet. I think these guys might have been whistleblowers. Zach Doveheim. Look at, see what Zach Doveheim, look at what, it, and I, my, I wanted my kids to serve for the IDF, right? So uh, nobody's is more true blue for the Israel's right to exist than me. But, <laughs> but let's look and see who did the FMS, the flight management system. Let's see who did it for these planes when they retrofitted them. They've been around for a long time. And we do have pictures of a very updated electronics package that was in the P-63. Let's ask the question at least, is this guy 50 years behind? He had 35,000 hours flight time. You know how long that is? That is the longest amount of flight time I've ever heard of. The only other guy, the only other guy when I interviewed him up in um, Plum City was the 9-11 guy. Um, uh, he used to do shows with David Hawkins. I can't remember his name right now. Try to get him out of jail. Uh, but anyway, Field McConnell. Field McConnell. Yeah, I was trying to get Field McConnell out of jail. He told me he had, I said, how much stick time do you got, Field? He goes, oh, I think about 10,000 hours. I said, I'm calling you anytime I have a question about anything with jets, military jets. You're now my new expert. This guy had 34,000 hours. Now, how is he going to dive bomb? And remember, he hits the paracentric point in the middle of the fuselage between the tail section and the wing section, which is the most vulnerable section of the airplane, also the hardest to hit. How does he do a perfect strike? When you know, when you know that the Israeli Defense Forces had a drone plane program, for exactly this purpose, if they were, if they had any doubts about a plane coming in, there's a Field McConnell quote. I don't know what exactly it says. I'll read it, Tommy. It says a Northwest Airlines pilot who filed a lawsuit against Boeing and his union won't be flying anytime soon. Field McConnell, 57, in uh, Glendon, Michigan. Uh, Minnesota said he won't be flying Boeing 747 planes because he's convinced they're not safe. Okay, well, he was the one who broke the story about the uh, interruptible autopilot that you can hack into this thing, the pinger thing you can hack into. And I didn't believe it either. But then Wayne confirmed it. He said, there's this company, he named the company, 
and you can hack into these things because of the Israeli defense forces wanted to protect their cities. That's a, a, an admirable thing. And Chertoff then was going to bring it to DHS to, to install that at U.S. airports. And supposedly it does exist. Well, what do you do about all the other little planes? You got the big ones taken care of. What do you do about all the other ones? Well, you ask them to retrofit their electronics package. Hey, we need this for communication. Our air traffic control system, ATCS or whatever it's called, needs to, we need to have all the planes play together. You need to put this chip in there, this chip, uh, MH370 Freescale chip. I'm, I'm sitting here with a chip designer, with an ASIC chip designer who knows all about the Freescale chip. So again, if you have an area of expertise like this, you can bring it to these parties literally and we can really move the ball forward and that's that's all i'll say about that but it could have been 80 years ago the nazis were working on the wagner dive dive bomber which was a drone plane 1942 80 years ago that they're working on this technology this technology does exist we cannot rule it out ftsb cannot rule this out they have to look at this possibility sure how does this guy make this kind of mistake you know, it's like what Tim Dillon says about uh, Michael Hastings. He goes, here's a guy who's talking about writing a big story on important people, and then he thinks he's being tracked, and then he's going off grid. He goes, maybe he did forget how to drive that week, but it was a weird week to forget how to drive. Did he also take weightlifting classes so that he could reach into his car and into his Mercedes and, and get the engine, engine and, and throw it throw over it. his head so that it would be found 200 meters away? Hmm. It's a weird week. If it's it happened, a weird week. If it just you know how to... you know how Mercedes locks lunks down those <laughs> engine mounts. It's if that had happened to anyone, it would have probably just been a lawsuit. Like, hey, your the software went haywire. It's a weird week to happen to that guy writing a story about Petraeus or McChrystal or whoever he was writing about Obama. Crystal. Yeah, and Petraeus, I bet it's you, a weird you, if you, week. If if you blow the engine mounts first. Then you have a huge C4 that could eject. Maybe. But even if you if you didn't blow the engine mounts first and you just hit C4, it would kind of gnarly tear it. And yeah, it would tear it. It would have, you know, it wouldn't have been this controlled perfect thing where it's 200 yards behind. Uh, no. It's all so evil. No. It's all not. just so evil. Oh yeah. But Tommy, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, when you when you if you read the Conroe coincidence, you can read that and everything you know about Mina will come over. All the knowledge you got about Mina will come over. Same operation. Same operation. This goes all the way back to Amjada One in 1979, the PAC ISI, the original operation, Operation Cyclone, Zbig Brzezinski, right? You can reuse the same operation over and over and over. You can move it to different airports over and over and over. We only have to crack one Q-level program to, to out this thing. You could take all your knowledge from MENA, all your knowledge from Waco, bring it here, and crack the case, and have a bite of your man, which in between. The Operation Cyclone, that was arming the Mujahideen, right? Yeah. And the Mujahideen has been used over and over and over again as the as the baddie in the war on terror. We just yeah. move the Mujahideen around to different countries and in say that country. 
in 20 yeah. years, just like there once was that, that New York Times cover with Bin Laden, and it was like, freedom fighter, and then it's Bin Laden, 9-11 guy. In 2040, you know the new boogeyman is going to be some faction of Ukraine. And ironically enough, hey, didn't we used to fund them? But by then, it will be a new generation, and the game will continue. They're already being set up as the new white supremacists. Uh, the Azovs yeah. will be the new Taliban. The Azov is going to be in 20 years. It'll be in 2042, but it's coming. And they will be in the front of all of our parades. They were on January 6th already. Uh, <laughs> Dubrinin was already there, and he had a couple of his, his skinheads with him. So um, look for more of this unless... And you can make a grill party out of this. I, I want people to understand you only need a cell phone. You, you don't need have a, to have a burger, though. I, and I'm you don't have in, a burger. The I'm phone throwing in the work. veggie burgers so I don't eliminate anybody. Here. We don't want to exclude. I get you. We, we want to yeah. be inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying it can well, be Tommy, grasshopper burgers. We don't want to exclude class. Uh, well, Greta Tornberg, I could do without. She, it, we don't you need keep, that. We don't need her. Keep the bug burger. If you want to be on their team, go eat their bug burgers. But if you want to be on our team and grill and have fun. I used to not over. mind her. I used to just think she was some kid and I felt bad for her because she was being co-opted. I just I was like, this is just child abuse. But man, she really dropped the mask when she goes, we need to put the climate deniers against the wall. It's like, there's the little commie. Put them against the wall. Shoot those who disagree with you. Well, there's a conspiracy theory there that I don't want to even go into. But if you look at all these right-wing uh, Eastern European supposed whatever, that's going to be the new right-wing uh, uh, white new supremacists. They're, they're, they're all from the Panzer divisions, the SS Waffen Panzer divisions in their respective countries from World War II. Look at, and they all became countries on their own because they all had a Waffen-SS. Lithuania, Latvia, uh, Estonia all had their own thing. I went to Croatia, I went to Bosnia, I went to Herzegovina. Why is Bosnia and Herzegovina two different countries? I went all over, right? Because they had two different Waffen-SS divisions. It's the same exact organization. If you think of it like that, you can take all the programs and all the secret documents that we have here and just say, what if they just extended those? Right. They never clued anybody else in. They never read anybody else into the program. That's why you can't figure it out. So what we need to do is have a review of all these secret programs that come from the 50s and 60s that you're an expert in. And we're done. So um, let's let's get started. Let's get that the grill fired up. No grasshopper burgers for class. Sorry, class. We're excluding (laughs) you. I'm sorry. If you fly us to Davos, we might give you a burger. All right. Tommy, this this was fun. This is a good We're, one. We got to go out. I know, and, I know, uh, you got, I know you got yeah. one. But George, let's do another one. You know, I love you, brother. Thanks for coming. I'm on coming today. up to Portland. I'm warning you now. I'm coming up to Portland. George and I and are going to get shit faced. Yes, we're going to get shit faced and take our Mercedes out and get Michael Hastings right into a tree at 120 mile an hour at four in the morning. But you know what? The the, you know what? If the engine blows out, maybe it looks like I could throw it. Maybe. <laughs> Tommy Guns. Tommy Guns. That's why that's why they call him Tommy Atomic Guns. Tommy. Well, I coming at it. you live from my nuclear bunker outside of Berlin, Germany, right next to uh, an intercontinental ballistic missile. So. <laughs> awesome, Tommy. Thank you so much, brother. All right, Let's George. do it again soon. Yes, sir. Until right, next time, I'll send you the episode. Take care, everybody.